Hi, welcome to Haven. This is a podcast that's a safe space for curiosity and conversation. I'm your host, Haven, and today I'm curious about what's it like to be a teenager right now? What it's like to be a teenager right now, part two. So this is a continuation of the last episode where we were getting into it and we just knew there's so much to unearth here that it needs to be a two-parter so we can actually expand on it. So if you haven't listened to the previous episode, pause here, go get up to speed and then come back. But if you already have listened, then you know my guest, 14-year-old Pearl, And what we're kicking it off with is the transition from childhood to being a teenager. There's so much that happens in that gap of just even two, three years. And one of the biggest shifts is actually dating. So you're 14. Are you allowed to date? I am allowed to date. I've had um, one like actual boyfriend. What is a date? mean and is it just calling someone your boyfriend girlfriend is it going out to a dinner what does that mean well my situation was different because I met my boyfriend my ex-boyfriend at camp at a camp I went to and we were together for three weeks every day and then he um we were long distance after but my mom drove and we like had like dinner with like the family stuff and we went to an arcade which was fun and Mm -hmm. then we got dinner and we went swimming at my hotel yeah, that was like our date. But mm-hmm. as far as like, I mean, like a a date is like going to the mall and like walking around. And just walking around. Yeah. Got it. And also because like I feel like people now like their definition of a date isn't like you get all dressed up and all, like more people. Like, they like to do like group dates, like um like a double or triple date mm-hmm. where like there's like three of each. Like there's like a three girls and three boys and there's a group like the three girls they're all best friends and there's three boys and they're all best friends and Mm -hmm. then you go and you guys all like go out to like like get like like rent like you can get like jack-in-the-box or something like Mm -hmm. random food like and just like sit there and talk I think that's like that's like that's like the best date I love that do you want to hear my 14 year old dating stories I do so I wasn't allowed to date (laughs) so I really don't have technical dating stories I wasn't allowed to formally date till I was 16 Aaron, my actual husband, first boyfriend, snuck in like 15, a couple months before I turned 16. But before then, he wasn't the first person to pursue me. I remember at camp, I went to a camp for like a month. It was like a sports camp and I went and it was co-ed. I remember this guy came up and I think he asked me out and I think I misheard him or something because I, I think I just said yes. I didn't really know what he was thinking. And then it was going around that we were dating. I ignored him for the entire month. I didn't like ever break up with him. Like he would come to the pool and I would just swim to the other side. (laughs) I just ran away from him because I just didn't want to talk to this guy. I didn't really mean to, but my like 13 year old self didn't have the heart to be like, I misheard you and I'm not your girlfriend. I just ignored him. That's so funny. It's yeah, it's pretty, I look back. I'm like, I really should have just like broken it to him that I didn't know what he was saying. Or I got asked to a lot of school dances because like wasn't allowed to date, but I could go to those. So I got asked to like different school dances of different guys because mm-hmm. I, I went to a pretty large church. So that whenever they had a dance, I'd be like, oh, that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. But I remember dancing with one guy who like he really liked me and I was like so, so on him. I was just kind of feeling it out. Like I couldn't tell if I 
liked him back or if he gave me the ick. Mm-hmm. You know that line? Yeah. Like a hundred percent. And so I, as we were at the dance, I realized, oh, it's, you give me the ick. Mm-hmm. He kept trying to pull me closer when we were dancing and I kept trying to move back. And like, eventually I stopped the dance and I was like, I don't want to dance that close to you. I'd be preferred if we could just dance like this and just like pushed him away. That's and was so like, funny. Well, yeah. Cause I was like, stop hugging me. I don't want to hug like, you. If, if also like, if a guy is like being like pushy about mm-hmm. a date, it's just like, that's yeah. He was not reading my body language. I will yeah. teach my son to read body language, but 100%. also his school dance had mums. Do you know about these? It's a South thing where mums oh. are these huge, obnoxious yeah. ribbons. And then you have to get the guys a garter. And I remember he asked me to this and then his mom was asking me like, what are your favorite colors? And I was like, I don't know. And it's cause he was putting together this really expensive mom. I had to like where to his homecoming game and then I had to buy him a garden garter or whatever I had to spend like a like 30 bucks I was like just give me the basic like I don't yeah. even go to this school and I remember it was like so bizarre but that was kind of also I know you said flex isn't a thing but I'm gonna use it it was a flex of like how big your mom was like girls would have huge covering their bodies with a full-blown teddy bear I think it was a south thing it was a little yeah. silly so I mainly just have dance stories of dating but like <laughs> you talk about groups and group hangouts we did a lot of group hangouts too so like I think that's where it's kind of similar because no one can drive yeah one of my one of my best friends her boyfriend um so she's she has a twin sister and they're like one of my best friends in the whole wide world and one of them has a boyfriend and so like we go and we'll like hang out at their house and her boyfriend so her boyfriend will come over like after school and I'll be there too and so me and her sister will go and we'll just hang out like us two and then we'll like leave them alone. But we're like, her mom thinks we're all like hanging out, but we'll, we'll, we'll sometimes go to like the bathroom and be like, I'll be like, Oh, can you help me with my hair or something? And like, cause they'll be like having like a cute little moment and we're like, we're totally fourth wheeling. Like this is so awkward. Uh-huh. So we're like, Oh, we're going to go. We'll be right back. And we'll let, let them have their little moment. But I think that's like, I think it's less awkward if you all have a date, like as a group, mm-hmm. but I think it's cute that they have that. Anything else on like dating, like that it feels like as a teenager or like, well, cause most of the time also, as far as like, if it's like a date, like most people just kind of want to like hang out. Mm-hmm. Like it's people, like people like you want to hang out. Like if if you're like, say you're like, oh, like you're my boyfriend, oh, you're my girlfriend. But the second that's like, oh, you want to like, you want to hang out after school today? It's not like you want to go on a date. Cause it's not really like a date. It gets to the point where it's just like, you guys are like best friends it's more of like best friends, but like more fun. I think that's so true. Like Aaron and I were like best friends for two years before we started dating. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also some of like the brighter side of like junior high and high school is like you get the opportunity to see people before you ever choose to date them. Yeah. Like you get to be their friend. You see how they treat people. You see how they behave. Like I feel like you don't get that in adulthood the right. same way, but it's like a real gift and a luxury that you get to like see that in groups where once you guys kind of go off like even after college it's just not the same yeah for dating now a quick pause to hear from my sponsors i saw a meme once that said that the hottest people have tummy issues and it made me laugh because it's actually somewhat accurate of the people i know i went on a health journey a few years ago to begin moving my body more and cleaning up what i ate and when i was researching probiotics kept coming up as a recommendation the one that i take is created by ritual They made a three-in-one supplement with clinically studied prebiotics, probiotics, and a postbiotic to support a balanced gut microbiome. 
I take mine every morning on the way to the gym. It's just a part of my morning routine. Wake up, brush my teeth, eat a protein, and then take Symbiotic Plus as I head out the door. Ritual is rigorously tested and validated by a third party for allergens, microbes, and heavy metals. And they invested in a study modeling the human colon, which showed Symbiotic Plus significantly increased microbial diversity and the growth of beneficial bacteria. Ritual multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO, project verified, gluten and major allergen free, certified B Corp, and made traceable. There's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 40% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash haven. This offer is only available through January 31st. Start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash haven for 40% off. This episode is brought to you by Efficient Aid. offers fractional virtual assistants whose sole purpose is to help people who are making a difference. Are you bogged down in your email and still managing your own calendar? Delegating those tasks to a high caliber career assistant can free you up to utilize your time towards the areas of your best and highest use, allowing you to focus on the areas you truly thrive in. Learn more at efficientaid.com. That's efficient, A-I-D-E.com. Okay, back to the episode. The shift from childhood to teenager. What age do you think that is happening nowadays? Like, is it actually from 12 to 13 or is it even kind of sooner? Um, I think it's sooner. Personally, I think like from, I think when I turned like 11 is when I really felt like teenager. Because I feel like it's not even like 12, it's like, it's kind of like when you start middle school, I feel like, or like even fifth grade too. It's just because like you're feeling like you're like you're growing up and you're realizing like, oh, like now I have to like start caring about school. And like, it's kind of like out of elementary school. Like, I mean, I don't really remember elementary school, but I remember like liking it a lot. Like I remember thinking it was like, it would think it was like fun. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, I wish I could go back on that because now it's so like, like the difference between like, like childhood a teenager is so like drastic Mm -hmm. I feel like but you don't feel like it's drastic until it like hits you one day you're like oh like like that's like crazy like I did like this like so long ago but it doesn't feel like that I remember at lunch you were even telling me of like the things that get introduced either between fifth and sixth grade or even yeah, just that time before junior high. Mm-hmm. It's also substantially where, like, you know, a kid got drunk for the first time. And then, you know, kids who are vaping. So, like, things that they get introduced to early on at, like, even 11 are happening before they hit middle school even. Yeah. And I think that's also partially, like, if they have, like, older siblings and, like, it also kind of, like, depends, like, the parents or, like, how, like, sneaky they are. Because most of the times the people with the like the parents who are who like let them do whatever they want are pretty good kids yes they are like crazy sometimes but they're like for the most part like they know their limit and they're pretty good the kids like the kids who parents are really strict and get on them about stuff they're the like crazier ones what do you, it sounds almost like the chicken and the egg of which came first. Like, do you feel like the kid was crazy and then the parents became super strict? Do you feel like the parents always started super strict? And it, then- really, it really depends. Mm-hmm. It's, I feel like it's kind of like a, like you never know. It can be either or. 
what would a parent do in that situation when they feel like their kids like whiling out and like going and having access to all of this stuff? Like I think the natural group would to be to have a tight grip and to try and remain control. Like what would another alternative route look like to you? Well, conversations in my opinion are always like awkward. Like I think it's so like, you're like being put on the spot. It's a whole thing. I feel like if you bring what you want, like, if you want to find out something, like, ask. But don't do it in a way where you're, like, so tell me about this. Like, just be, like, like, I'm interested. Like, I'm genuinely, like, curious, like, what's going on in your life right now? And, like, I think it's important that if your kid needs you and it's, like, a serious situation, like, make them comfortable enough to be able to tell you. Like, make it make it an option for them to be able to be, like, mom or dad like I like this happened this happened like I need you because they will like if they if they'll tell you like a small piece of information that like happened if they're like oh like by the way like this kid like kicked me today and you freak out they're not going to tell you anything because they're like no like I handled it like I don't want you to do anything but then if you do do something they're not going to tell you anything so I think it's important to be like okay well like do you have this um do you have this like are you do you got this like do you need help do you need support and they'll tell you if they do yeah. yeah, what would like a safe and comfortable environment, how could a parent create that so their teen would feel like they could tell them things? Um, I feel like it's kind of depends on the teen. Like it depends on like what they're comfortable with. Like, I mean, for me personally, like um, my mom, like I feel like I can pretty much tell her anything like without her like getting upset or anything. And which I think is like important. Um, And I kind of like it. It can be awkward, but some things were like, I'm like, I need to tell her, like, I need to explain it all to her so that she like knows because most of the time, if they're going to tell you something, they like, they'll tell you the whole thing. So then they don't, well, at least that's for me. What are some of the pressures that come up for you that you face that you feel like, okay, I can handle this. And what would be something that's a big pressure that you're like, I need to invite my mom into it. Um, as far as pressures goes, like, I don't really get peer pressured, personally, but, and as far as, like, my mom, like, I think my mom, I thank her for this, but she kind of raised me to the point where, like, I don't need to be like, oh, I need my mommy for everything. I kind of, like, I can handle myself, like, in a situation where I need to. Like, as, like, the things that are pressures nowadays, I think, have kind of always been, like, I mean, like, I don't know, but like drinking and like drugs and kind of like, like sexual activity as well as kind of like, like pressures. And I know, like I can handle myself in those situations. Like I don't need to be like, be like, mommy, like I need you to like call these people. Like my, if I'm in a situation where I feel pressured, I'll just leave. I think that's great. But also, also to add on to that, like at the same time, like if I do screw up, I know my mom has told me like, if I ever am in a situation where I need her, like if I slip up and I get drunk at a party or something, like I know I can call her. She'll, she says like, she'll pick me up no questions asked wherever I am. I think that's great. I think I've also heard of parents who just say, we will always pay for an Uber. So if you're ever in a situation, like you can absolutely Uber, no questions asked, would be on us or those kind of things. But this next question, by the way, um, is going to be a little loaded. So if you're listening in the car with little kids, just pause it or come back to it. But I just, it's, it's not for little years, but suicidal ideation, 
is really big with teenagers. And I heard somewhere where it was saying that like growing up in past generations, the threat when it was these feelings are bigger than me, I need you to understand how big they are to me. The threat was then I'm going to run away from home. I'm going to run away from home. That was kind of like the parachute that they would pull where they would pack their bags and go down the street or go away. Like that was the, Hey, I need you to know how severe it is. Nowadays, the I'm going to run away from home threat is I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to hurt myself. I'm going to harm myself. And it's a way to express like I'm feeling something so big and you don't understand how big it is unless I say these words. But obviously those words have a way deeper impact with the actions follow through of, you know, it's not walking down the street with the suitcase. It's actual deep self-harm. And so have you seen like when your friends are going through that, does it feel like it's more of a topic? Does it really feel like it's, you know, few and far between? I'm hearing about hearing about it more frequently. And I also can't tell if that's because we have access to more communication or if it is kind of an epidemic. Um, I think it, I mean, I know like as far as like the running away thing, like that's a thing that people do like all the time. It's not more of a, like you were saying, like, like the, like, equivalent to like I'm gonna kill myself it's more of a like oh like I'm running away because I'm not in a safe family environment like mm-hmm. I've I know people who have gone through that and it's really it, it's sad but it's just like it's become like a normal like people will like freak out and be like 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 as they should and like put up missing signs and be like like please help me find this person and then you'll find out they just ran away Mm-hmm. and they didn't want to be found really which is like it's like the sad truth you know mm-hmm. but most of the time you're not going to hear someone be like I'm so sad I'm going to kill myself like right now like no one's just going to like outwardly say that because it's a hard thing to like like it, most of the time it's like hard to like, comprehend and stuff and it's just more of like a like I'm so sad let me just silence myself as far as feelings go and just do whatever I want for like, cause I don't care anymore. Hmm. And then finally, like people will just, you know, so it goes to like apathy first and numbing mm-hmm. before it goes to actions or even the words about the actions. Right. So that's maybe like the warning signs Yeah. is the just being apathetic and kind of not caring anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like a mood mood change what would your take be to parents to support their child who is either apathetic or has said those words or is just dealing with mental health issues um I think asking your kid or whoever even um like what can I do for you I think that's a really like because I like half the time they'll know exactly what you can do for them other half the time like they'll have no idea for me personally, if I'm like feeling sad or down, I like to be alone. And I'll tell like my mom though, she's the opposite and she likes to be like surrounded by people and she also likes to make sure I'm okay. And I had to explain to her, like, mom, like I love you, but when I am feeling these feelings, I like to be alone. And so she kind of learned to like accept that. And I think and I'm like very grateful for it. But I think asking asking your kids is important. It sounds like that's a good transition even into the parenting likes and dislikes Mm -hmm. of what are you liking 
about how your mom is parenting you? And then what's something that you're just like, I'm not into this. I'm frustrated. I wish it was done differently. Um, Things that I do like is kind of like the way I was brought up. She, she kind of like raised me to be more like I can handle myself. I can like, I was more... I was kind of smarter than other kids, like, as far as, like, street smart-wise mm-hmm. when I was young. I learned my mom's phone number before I learned most of the words that I knew <laughs> um, because she was, like, if you're ever in a situation, I want you to be able to say my phone number as fast as you can to the person, like, as or as slow as you can or just, like, right off the top of your head. Brilliant. So most of the time, like, I mean, I, I've no like, my mom's phone number is, like, my second word, essentially. Um, so... I think that was good. Um, also, like, I was a- always able to have my own opinion in things, which I think is important. Something I don't like is that there's few times that my mom has said this, but I think this is, like, a kind of a, an overall is, like, because I said so. I do not like that. I think it's so, like, like especially... I mean, I'm going to be an adult in four years. I'm not going to take, like, because I said so as an answer. Mm-hmm. I think if you're going to say no or, like, say something to someone, you should have a reasoning behind it. I think that's important. Um, and also, like, also this is kind of like a everyone thing. Like, I think some kids do get annoyed when they don't want, like, when their parent is like, can you clean your room? Mm-hmm. Like, some most of the time they'll get to it when they get to it. Um, but like, just like the constant asking is kind of annoying and I get it. Like your room should be clean, but some of the time, like kids like their room that way sometimes and they'll get to it. Just don't ask all the time. What is an alternative that you think parents should say instead of like clean your room all the time? I mean, like they can start smiling, like, Hey, like when you get the chance, could you like pick up around here a little bit? And if they don't like give them some time, cause there's probably a reason why they're not doing it. Mm-hmm. So, like, to, like, have more of a conversation about it and hear their side of things. Mm-hmm. Is there ever an appropriate time in your eyes for a parent to say, because I'm the parent and I say so? If it's, like, safety things. A safety thing? Yeah. But, no, not really. It is, a, like, the old phrase of, like, well, because I'm the mom and I said so. It used to kind of just be the cap of... But now I think people are more, like, we're, like, evolved more. And I think it's more, like, can you give me a reason mm-hmm. if you're gonna like do this or, like say something okay well help me give me a little banter back and forth because if you're a parent and someone like your child is asking why this or why this and you keep giving reasons and then they combat it with arguments what ultimately is the closer is it just hey we're gonna have different opinions here but we need to err on my side or I feel like parents usually say that if they're kind of at the end of like I've given you my thoughts and we just disagree. So what what would the alternative be? I think listening to your kids when they argue because most of the time, because I think parents have it set in their mind when they don't want their kid to do something. Mm -hmm. But if you listen to their side of the story, they could actually like be something you could be like, oh, okay, maybe I'll think about that. So just listening. You feel like you don't like it when you don't feel listened to. Yeah. Like if you're Being heard is such an important thing. Yeah. So if they're going to say no, at least they heard you. Yeah. And took that into account. I mean, my mom and I like... Um, I have an example. I, I have my belly button pierced and, um, I asked my mom originally and she was like, no, cause I had just straight up been like, can I get my belly button pierced? She's like, no. And I was like, okay, well, can you listen to me first? Like, can I give you my reasoning? And I, I, I did have reasoning. Like it, it's like a, 
I have like a reason like it's not for anyone else it's for me just for like like self-confidence and stuff and I was really appreciative even though like people like look down on her for it and they're like you let your daughter get a belly button piercing at 13 like but it's it was kind of like a big like I like was like like thank you mom like I appreciate it like I was happy that she like did let me do it in the end is there any kind of closer thought of what do you want parents to know about this generation of teenagers let us grow don't slow us down by saying certain things like like the world is evolving every day in technology and like in just like people in general um in like medicine and I just think it's important to like like listen to your kids because a lot of the times they have really good ideas what would be like an example of how a parent you would feel would slow you down and what you want them to change like um well in my English class we're learning about like arguments right now and we were our, like our journal today was um like do you think like argue with me right now my teacher could have said this like about why you should have a new phone and they everyone said really good ideas in my class everyone was like well like the technology is evolving and I should be with the technology with my generation and I just think like stuff like that just like yeah listening it yeah. sounds like listening. it sounds like the undertone Being heard is, is the most important thing is feeling heard yeah feeling heard that's so that's great thank yeah. you for jumping on here yeah thank, thank you, you for, for having me it was so fun yeah I really mean it it feels like I got a glimpse into just a different we're in the same world but it's really different experiences yeah. and different tracks of it 100 percent. so there's a lot that's similar but there are also a lot of new things that are different and that yeah. are moving faster exactly. I feel like it's a faster pace yeah as as every generation comes, things move faster. But I feel really enlightened to have heard yeah. your take. So thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Overall, thank you for joining and listening with us. I know that I learned so much of what is it like to be a teenager right now. Like we've all kind of been through the messy, clunky teenager years, but it was different pressures and different experiences so I really wanted to hear of like what is it like now in this day and age so I appreciated you joining us and for those of you listening um, I'm excited to go and explore other topics like this in the future if you have topic suggestions or requests you can email them to hello at havenpod.com I'd love to consider and explore them other than that I have a email newsletter you can sign up for at havenpod.com and signing off from my last episode, Pearl approved all of this verbiage, which is like, follow, subscribe on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. But then also please rate and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That really helps me get out there even more. But I appreciate you guys listening to this and stay tuned. I'm excited to cover some more topics like this in the future. See ya.